Welcome to The Slaughtered Lamb, a movies-by-minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic on American Wealth in London. I'm your host, Troy, and with my co-host, Adrian, we would like to thank you for joining us on this journey. All right, so here we go with minute uh, 51. And this uh, minute starts with uh, the doctor finishing his first sip and ends with a, uh, a nervous laugh from the dart player. <laughs> so, yeah, so the doctor. I'm funny. <laughs> the doctor's just I, brought himself I'm, in. What is it? I'm feisty. I'm feisty. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, like every good uh, well poured Guinness, the doctor has to wipe away a little bit of the foam off his top lip. It has more foam now than when she poured it. It totally does. Maybe they got someone to pour a better pint for the next shot. Spoiler alert. What? The level of the beer goes up and down. As oh, this shit. It's like a Star Trek drink. It's not as bad as Kirk's <laughs> Coors Light. It's a Star Trek drink. Yeah. But uh, it, it does seem to go up and down. As well as the foam. So. So I'm just curious of how many drinks he actually does end up drinking in this whole entire sequence but anyways so uh the doctor is uh now uh basically settling in looking around his environment now and he he inquires about the uh the markings on the wall which are right next to where he's uh sitting on the table next to the table that the chess player is at And of course, the uh, all of a sudden everyone's all like, "Uh-oh, what's going on with this?" The the dart player at the bar like suddenly sits up, right? Well, sits a little more upright in his seat, uh, looks around a quick second, and makes eye contact with the bar, looks towards the barmaid, uh, who basically just starts to spin a tale about how it's been there. They wanted to paint over it. For 200 years. Oh, that's uh, been there for 200 years. We were going to paint it out, but uh, it's traditional, so we left it. Yeah, and so they just said to leave it because it's traditional. It's uh, traditional. Look at oh my god! Look at that screen cap. That's that's terrifying. You should use that as your as your as your image for the. So um, while she's. God, she's terrifying. Look she, at her. She does look. She's, she's trying to have a friendly look on her face, and she's like chomping away on her gum oh, as she's, she's terrifying. explaining. They this. like gum in this movie. Uh, the uh, the doctor like gives a, a polite. <laughs> I see. Polite smile. I see. And uh, looks back at it and whatnot. And as he looks away, instant change in. Uh, Lily Kay's uh, face as she now is looking at the dart player who is at the uh, at the bar. And the doctor continues to inquire about the incident. And so, you've heard nothing of this incident? We now have the dart player getting in on the incident. conversation. Incident. Incident. Yeah. Incident? And, uh... The doctor continues to go on about being 
the murder and all that. Now that's a scary face too. Yeah, we're getting some good pauses in these uh, mm -hmm. screen caps and all that. We got some atmosphere going on in the background with the thunder playing outside. The I like this shot of the bell. The we get to call. see the last call bell. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Look, hey, they got a fake flower in a pot. <laughs> it's yeah, but the plot is actually the uh, uh, China. What do you think this is? What like type of is a deer? Um, no, that looks maybe like a, a dog. A dog, yeah, a dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like a dog hunched to me. If I show you though that that. Actually, from this further back shot, the actual they're. It looks like they're either wine labels or they're beer labels. labels. That's what I said. Yeah. They were labels. Yeah. Okay. And, and that looks like the wax off of a. No, that's one of the flowers. Is that a this. flower? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because apparently this pineapple is a. Is a vase, <laughs> and those those are flowers coming out of it. Vase. 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 <laughs> Put his face on every vase on every vase. But oh, it's, it's so ugly. It, oh my it's god, so, that is so ugly. That is hilarious. I'm so glad this came into focus. Now that we have a further back shot of seeing um, both the bartender and the dart player at the at the actual bar, it's a a much more in focus picture because earlier the shots of the close up of the uh, the, the the dart player. The background, which was actually not that far away from him, the uh, pineapple that we thought was an actual pineapple was a little too blurred. But in this shot here, okay, so we can now see what it it's actually is. Oh. What are you trying to figure out? What the this this uh, thing is my, that you know? My mother, my mother painted her room the color of that Wedgwood, Wedgwood blue. Yes, yes, yes. Wedge. So they're both uh, still going, uh, have a very concerned look on their face as they're trying to, looks like they're trying to suss out what the actual doctor is trying to go on about. See? It's very particular. It's very particular. Wedgwood, China. Wedgwood, China. And so okay. that's that, that planter right, that on little, the bar yeah. is a Wedgwood planter and it's in the gray. Ah, okay. Which is, would, would be, it's called Jasperware. Gotcha. Which is a type, oh my god, that was the actual, no, images. Hang on, I just had it. Yeah, it, it's like that, but hers yeah, is on a pedestal. Yeah, it's on a pedestal, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah, that's what That it is, is kind of cool. All right. Yeah, I have a good eye, you see. And you said it was Wedgwood? Wedgwood, yeah, pottery, like Wedgwood China, or China. Wedgwood, um, it's, that, that's called... But it's still a modern day sort of thing. How old, like, I don't well, know. Well, no, they've been around for several centuries. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, okay. you can still buy it today, but that so it's would still, be... Well, that's what I meant. It's still being produced. It's not something that it's like... As far as I know, I okay. haven't heard of them going okay. out of business. But, 
Like my mother, I think one of her pieces is an antique, and some of it is more modern. That's cool. That's cool. All right. She brought some of it back from from England. Gotcha. So back to the minute. Um, the the chess player again, Brian Glover, uh, basically inquires about him being a police officer. And of course, uh, oh good lord, no, no, John Woodvine, no, no, no. yeah, John Woodvine uh, denies it. Oh good lord, <laughs> no, I'm a doctor. Yeah. Well, uh, he sounds like almost amused by it. Ha ha! They thought I was a. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, then he points out who he is and, like, sorry, what he is and where he works. Obviously, pointing out uh, that he's at the hospital where they brought the. Or they brought David to, but obviously he calls him the Kessler boy. I work in the hospital where they brought the Kessler boy. He basically starts uh, also informing them that uh, David was going on about uh, monsters and whatnot. I work in the hospital where they brought the Kessler boy. And uh, at this, uh, everyone else starts to seem to be a little more concerned again. Mm-hmm. He uh, seems to be uh, pushing all the uh, right buttons with everyone and all that. But uh, the doctor sounds like he's amused by the story. Yeah, he is. He's, he's just like... But he, he knows that these... These... Uh, Locals? Yeah, he knows that these villagers are totally like... Yeah, know. they definitely are covering something up for sure. And, well, uh, he knows that they're that they're that they're not giving him the full story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's doing his darndest to be polite and. Well, yeah, I guess he's British. Yeah. He mentions that he was in the area. And he was talking about werewolves, monsters. <laughs> I happen to be in the area, so. I... And uh, he gets uh, when he mentions that he was just in the area and he just thought he gets cut off by the the dart player who seems to be very starting to get either fed up or very defensive about this whole entire situation and uh basically inquires he thought what and uh the doctor just continues on with like I'm going to check on his backstory. Look into the boy's story. See if uh, any of it is true. <laughs> and of <laughs> course, uh, and a bit of a, I wouldn't quite call it a mocking, but not quite a, like, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you serious <laughs> sort of thing. Story about werewolves. <laughs> uh, the chess player. Uh, werewolves? Yeah. Everyone has a little bit of a chuckle at it, and that's uh, about uh, what we got at the uh, end of this minute. I mean, uh, for so much dialogue, nothing really happened, but it's interesting still. Yeah. Well, one of the nice things about this thing is we get to see, again, a little more of a... We get to see a little more of the pub than we have earlier in the uh, the movie which is kind of nice we get to see a few more angles that uh, 
Plus, without as many people in it, we can see a little more of it. Because the last time we were in here, this place was filled with Matt. all the other patrons. But they're in the middle that. of the day now. A yeah. very rainy day. Very and it was nighttime day. before. Yeah. So, uh, it's really nice to see a little more, like, the wood paneling you can see and all that. And tiny little antlers nailed to the wall. And the shot of... Uh, the behind the bar more where we can see like uh what is what would that be actually over the barmaid's shoulder what would that would be an entrance or would it be a it's kind of hard to tell because it's out of focus but if i go to the scene where we have the shot of the two of them and the long shot of the bar it doesn't really show us because it's a different angle so but it looks like a it could be a door to get into the... I guess that would be the way to get behind the bar, mm -hmm. is through that door then, right? They really like their their antlers. There's another one on well, this yeah, back wall Well, yeah, there's there all too. these yeah. antlers and skulls and stuffed fish. And, like, uh, like, if all that shit is really in the bar in London, <laughs> I just, I just yeah. don't think it's in place. They must have brought some of that shit in. Yeah. According to the commentary track, Griffin then continues on about being depressed after seeing himself in the makeup, uh, right after the veins in phase one, where it's all fresh and bright red, and how it looked to him that he had just been killed. And just as that was happening, John Landis calls, and in the commentary, uh, Griffin, in a very good impression of the director himself, says, How you feeling? You depressed. And Griffin asks him that how did he know that and that he was feeling overly depressed. And then back into the John Landis voice again, he adds, I kind of figured, I thought that would happen, you freaking out, you want to still do the movie. David Naughton then asks if it was the test makeup where Griffin actually confirms that and it was the one that they had done in California. David adds that he never had to do much uh, makeup-wise, uh, that everything in that category was actually left until London. The only thing he uh, did while he was in Rick Baker's studios in California was doing a bunch of molds for the final transformation sequence that actually he didn't get into any makeup until London. When it comes to the script, this particular minute, scene 44, interior, the slaughtered lamb, day, plays out practically word for word as it does in the final film. When it comes to the radio drama, this particular minute has a different uh, flare near the end of this moment as when the actual chess player starts to uh, talk about Dr. Hirsch being there to investigate about werewolves. He seems to bring it into a more uh, light, jokingly mood, trying to bring the actual uh, group at the pub back into it. Everyone starts to laugh at the... Uh, 
doctor's suggestion about monsters, and even the barmaid gets in on the situation, making it seem like it's a lighter situation than it actually is. And on that note, that brings us to the end of another minute of An American World in London, and the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. I would just like to take this moment to give a shout out to the podcast hosts that started this whole entire Movies by Minute phenomenon, Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer from the Star Wars Minute. There wouldn't be the supportive collective without them. And if you're interested, visit moviesbyminute.com to check out the ever-growing list of movie podcasts. I'm sure you'll find your favorites on here, and if not, consider joining the Horde and make one of your own. That's why this is being done here. And speaking of podcasts, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any other of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you would be so kind as to rate, share, and review us, that would be really cool. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you would like to send us a message via email, send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads, best of luck. Alright, so here we go for minute uh, 51, and uh, hang on, I just have to answer. Adrian her. reacts. There's another ashtray. Mm-hmm. Looks like oh, Blue that? Mountain Pottery. Oh, that's uh, been there for 200 years. Uh, uh, we weren't going to paint it out, but uh, it's traditional, so we left it. I see. So, you've heard nothing of this incident. Incident? The murder. You're a police officer. Oh, yeah. good lord. <laughs> no, I'm a doctor. I work in the hospital where they brought the Kessler boy. He was talking about werewolves and monsters. <laughs> I happened to be in the area, so I thought... You thought what? I thought I'd look into the boy's story. Story about werewolves. Mm. Not really, sir. <laughs> That's it. It's another fish. That fish is in a glass box. I think that fish has feet. Maybe it came with the frame. It looks like Blue Mountain pottery, pottery to me. I mean, brown, but still Blue Mountain pottery. Anyway, yeah. All right, let's get into the minute. All the way... Uh... It's tradition. Whoa! Sorry for being distracted. I'm going to put my phone down now because look what Alan Cummings did. I didn't need to see this. Alan Cummings, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> is he drunk? No, he's in quarantine in Vancouver. Jockstrap model. This is... Thirst, thirst trapping? Yeah, thirst Quarantine. trapping. Quarantine? What the heck is thirst trapping? Look it up. It's a new thing. 
Do I want to know? No, not really. No, okay, then I don't want to know. But, uh, yeah, he's in quarantine in a hotel in Vancouver Yeah, yeah, right I know now. where he is, but I don't yeah. understand why I needed to see him in a jockstrap. He's gotcha. very furry. I don't like furry people. <laughs> very furry. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry to be totally distracted. Oh, that's really nice. Oh, only pass holders. I don't have my pass holder this year. Look at the tiki pin. Oh, that's cool. I could get one of my passholder friends to get it for me, but I have something to show you, and then I'll stop distracting you. But I'm really excited. And then one time we brought a Moorcroft vase back from England. Right. And they bought a hard back. That was back when most people didn't have the hard. Like they, that was when the the like there was those old-fashioned hard hardback suitcases. Yes. Like those vintage Samsonite ones. Mm -hmm. And then there was the new ones were just coming because it was in the 80s. There was like some people were making the plastic, the more rigid plastic ones, but not like that old style. Like yes. more like the, the square boxy stuff. Mm -hmm. So my parents bought one to bring home this Moorcroft on the plane because they did, because it was it, it's really expensive to, yeah. and they didn't want to get broken. And um, Something tells me I know how this story ends. Yeah, they forgot the code. On how to open the suitcase. So for a long time, <laughs> that the the suitcase was locked with the vase inside. Okay. And then I guess like they realized they just used the default because no one had actually set the password. So they tried the default that all the suitcases come with, and it yeah. opened. And they got their vase out. But I mean, it was in there for like a couple oh, years. Okay, I was expecting it to be broken when they. But no, I no. didn't expect no. that. <laughs> Thinking that they had forgotten what the yeah, but they didn't actually code make was, one. but they didn't make one. No. That's that's funny. Yeah, it sounds a little like your parents. Yeah, yeah, like my dad and Alexa yep. turning on the music when he asked her to turn off the lights. Yeah. <laughs>